Hey there, friend, and welcome to the Self Love for Breakfast podcast, where we have honest conversations about health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love with amazing women who aren't afraid to give it to us straight. Real life, real advice, and no BS. I'm your host, Crystal Rose, and today I'm serving self-love for breakfast. Hey friend, welcome back to another episode of Self Love for Breakfast. My name is Crystal Rose and I am your host. Today I think I think we're going to have to have a little bit of tough love. Tough love. <laughs> uh, if you know me in real life, then I'm the grandmaster of tough love. Well, I, use, I used to be the grandmaster of tough love. Um, I kind of came down with a sledgehammer instead of like a, a soft, gentle touch. And that has obviously changed now that I have clients, now that I'm like working with humans on a regular basis. I mean, this happened before I started working with people. So just know that <laughs> this was not, I didn't, I didn't have to fix this in the middle of it. Okay. Um, so I was always that friend who you didn't call if you wanted like your hair pet and someone to tell you that you're pretty and like everything's fine. Right. Like I was a friend who would give you the honest, blunt truth. I never did it in a hurtful way. I never did it. Like I, I never got anything out of it in that sense. Right. Like I wasn't trying to like, haha, like make people feel bad at all. I just wanted them to see the truth. And, and that can be really hard for some people. And so, um, I went from, you know, just kind of doling it out without anyone asking, (laughs) no permission, no consent to, um, Hey, do you want my opinion on this? And if they say no, I'm like, okay, cool. And, and it started working out really well for me, you know? Um, and, you know, I kind of think that if you're listening to this podcast, you are open for unsolicited advice. <laughs> That's why you're here, right? You're here to hear what you might need to hear. Everyone needs a friend like Crystal Rose, you guys. Every single person <laughs> needs a friend like me who's just going to tell them the truth. Tell them like it is. And I do this, like again, not because it, it gives me pleasure to do so, but because I just know that you, that my friends, the people I love, um, if they, I know that they want better for themselves and I want better for them. And so if they ask, I'm going to give it. And since you're here, we're going to do this. We're going to, we're going to dish it out. I want to know what you are waiting for. What the freak are you waiting for? Seriously, I have clients that sat around and watched me for a year, a year, watched me, watched me on social media, watched my posts, saw what I did, saw my programs, did not jump in until a year. And then after they finally did, they're like, oh my gosh, why did I, why did I wait so long for this? This was amazing. This was life-changing. And I'm like, yeah, imagine having a year on this. Imagine having started last year when you, when you first saw it, when you first were intrigued by it, when you wanted to. And like, you know, a little segue here. This isn't just about my coaching. I'm not, I'm not talking to you, the listener, (laughs) my friend as like, oh, you should have hired me a year ago. I'm just talking about what are you waiting for? Is there something in your life that you are sitting on the bench, kind of waiting for the perfect circumstances. You're waiting for 
your finances to be perfect. You're waiting until you get out of debt. You're waiting for the right timing. You're waiting for things to not be so busy. You're waiting for things to slow down. You're waiting for kids to do blah, blah, blah. You're waiting for, what are you waiting for? What are you waiting for? Did we all live through the same 2020? Where the world just came to an absolute screeching halt. And I think a lot of people realized what they'd been missing out on. And that it could all be taken away in an instant. All of it. All of the things you are grateful for and all of the things you are ungrateful for can be taken away in an instant. Just as easy as things were taken away from us in 2020. Right? So what are you waiting for? You deserve a better life for yourself. If you want more, and and let's be really real, okay? I don't know very many people who are like, I am perfectly content with everything and thrilled and excited and I love exactly where I am and I don't want to go any further at all in life and love and lifestyle and money, nothing. I just want to be right here because this is the absolute best. I know that. I know that there's probably not a single person feeling that way listening to this, okay? Because because where I'm at, okay, (laughs) having done a shitload of work on myself and continuing to do so, that's something that's only starting to happen for me in, in the I'm loving where I'm at, and I am, I'm loving where I'm at, but still having goals and dreams and desires and somewhere I want to be, somewhere I want to go. I still want more for myself right? Just like you do. I know you do. We all want more for ourselves, even if we are ecstatic with how things are. My husband and I just moved into a new home. I think I told you guys about it. If you haven't listened to um, the manifestation episode, we manifested this house. I literally pulled open a journal that I had written, you know, a lot of the big features of this house and like what the land was like, all of the things. I wrote it all down. And we just moved in like a week and a half ago, like a week ago. Okay. (laughs) And it's exactly how I want it. And it's amazing. And I love it. I'm obsessed. And we just put our house, our old house in the market. Um, Things are really good. Things are great. I just worked myself through a really tough process. Um, I'm probably going to make an episode on this later, but I, um, I got into a situation where I hired someone to help me do something. And they not only did not help me do what I hired them to do, uh, they didn't keep any of their promises and they would not let me out of it and it cost a lot of money. And so I was dealing with that for a little bit, emotionally, mentally. And I had to stop and, and check myself and I had to work myself through a process so that I can trust myself again to do this to do it again, to hire someone again, to hire someone again, to help me with the exact same thing. (laughs) You know, I'm not going to wait. I'm not going to wait and lick my wounds because I know I'm coming from a place rather than fix me, help me. I need you. I'm coming from a place of like, I want this. I desire this. I deserve this. I'm worthy of this. Let's freaking go. You know what? That what happened sucked. Oh my, 
oh my God, did it suck. Okay. Like it sucked. It's still like, it doesn't really suck right now anymore. Um, because I was able to work through it and, and it's not done, right. It's not, it's not done and over. I'm still, um, I'm still dealing with it, but I got to acknowledge that it sucked and, and feel all of the feels, the shame, the disappointment, the frustration, the blame, the blame to them, the blame to myself. I let myself have all of that. And then I got back on the horse. You know, I just fell off the damn horse, landed on my head. (laughs) I brushed myself off. I threw a little fit and I got back on the damn horse. Okay. I don't wait for shit, you guys. Because I'm going to tell you a little story. When I was in boarding school, some of you, some of you may know this. Um, I went to this crazy boarding school, a very cult-like. Um, there was a lot of crazy rules. If you uh, have heard about like Paris, the school that like Paris Hilton went to, it was like similar. It was not that school, but it was similar um, in the behavioral, like how they dealt with us. Okay, and I wanted out. <laughs> When I first got there, I was very confused and, and of course I didn't really want to be there, but you know, after a little bit, I was like, okay, I can do this. I can graduate. I can get through this place. Um, and then it, it slowly became very clear that I just didn't want to be there anymore. I ran away, um, when I was 16 with my boyfriend at the time and got dragged back a week later, (laughs) all of my clothing got sent to Goodwill. Okay. Everything I owned got sent to Goodwill, everything I left behind. And even the stuff I brought with me got quote unquote lost in storage. Okay. Got lost. (laughs) So I had nothing, um, nothing. But the moment I got back, I was devastated. I was hurt. I thought he was gone forever because he was, you know, of age and I was 16. He was 19. It wasn't like a crazy gap. Right. But he was of age and I was not. Um, and so I thought he didn't have to come back and I did. And I was devastated. And then, you know, once, once I kind of like got myself together, I was like, okay, I'm going to do this again. I'm going to leave again and I'm going to do it myself. And I'm going to do what I need to do to prepare myself to leave. Y'all, I waited three years, two and a half years, two and a half years. Uh, maybe like maybe like closer to like a year and a half actually because I was, oh no, it was like two years because <laughs> I was a little over 16 at that time. And I didn't leave until I was 18 and a half. Okay. So two years planning, preparing, focusing. This was my goal. I was going to leave again. I was going to run again, run away again. And this time they were not going to bring me back. Okay. I was going to be of age and they could not legally bring me back. As long as I got far enough away from the school where they couldn't find me and toss me in a van, right? Like I had to get to somewhere safe first. Two years, you guys. I planned. I dreamt. I believed. I suffered. (laughs) But that's all I wanted. And I knew I was going to do it. I knew it was what was going to happen. I wasn't going to graduate from that place. I knew it wasn't even possible for me to, at a reasonable time, I wasn't, I didn't want to be 20 something years old, 20 years old, 21 years old, graduating from high school. Cause that's what would have happened if I had stuck around. They would have kept me there as long as possible. I waited. 
I had to wait. I had no option. Sure, I could have tried to run away again and tried to stay away, um, but they had found me the first time, right? They found me. And so I knew I had to do this again. I had to do it in a way where they would not find me, where they, where they couldn't bring me back. But I don't have to wait for shit anymore. I don't have to wait. If there's something I want, if there's something I desire, I can do it. I can achieve it. I can work towards it. If there's a person I want to work with, I'm hiring them. If there's a program I want to enter, I enter it. If there's a skill I want to learn, I do it. Hence all my coaching certifications, the breathwork facilitator. You know, I'm working on a new one right now and I'll I'll share that later, but you know, I just dive in. And I dive in because I did not have the privilege to dive in before. Nothing is stopping you. Nothing is stopping you except for, oh, but it's not the right time or things are kind of hectic or when things die down. Things are not going to die down. (laughs) Life is going to life. Things are going to be hectic. We are not meant, our lives are not meant to have these deep, long lulls, okay? I think we all just believe that if we just keep working, keep rushing, keep running on this little hamster wheel, that things are just going to settle out and just be easy, and just, oh, like, this is what life is supposed to be. No, life is literally supposed to be a roller coaster. We're supposed to go up and down. Things are supposed to go wrong often. Things are supposed to go right often. It's supposed to be, you know, once we get settled into, oh, this feels good, then ah, something else pops up, right? We're not supposed to just have infinite levels of, of ease and joy and all of that. We can create our lives in a way where Things are easier and more joyful, but we can't control, you know, the outside world, but we can control our own world. We decide what happens here. We decide when we're going to make the leap into something. We decide when we're going to hire that coach. We decide when we're going to learn that skill, start those lessons, quit that job, start a new job, go back to school, whatever it is, have kids, not have kids, decide that you're not having kids, whatever it is. What are you waiting for? I can't tell you how many people I know are literally on the fence waiting to hire me. On the fence. Uh, well, it's not the right time. Oh, it's kind of cost money and I don't, know, I don't know. You want it. I know, you know, like it's like I look at these people and I'm like, but I know you want it. I know it's something you actually want. You're just not willing to become uncomfortable for it. You're not willing to be uncomfortable for it because we will avoid discomfort at all costs. We will avoid pain and instead we suffer and suffering is easy. You guys, suffering is easy because we've done it for so long. We're so used to it. It almost doesn't even feel like suffering anymore. Not until we really truly allow ourselves to start getting out of it, but we're avoiding pain. We're avoiding discomfort by doing the thing that's uncomfortable, by putting ourselves in a little bit of debt or putting ourselves a little bit behind. Like this, this is such a sidebar. Maybe I'll do a whole episode on debt, but debt is, debt is what you decide it is. Debt isn't really bad. 
you know, obviously like, you know, the student loans with the crazy interest that like absolutely like cuts you off at the knees. Yeah. That not great. (laughs) Um, and still people get out of it. Right. I'm talking about when you decide to do something for yourself and you use debt to support you in that, that is good. That is using debt for good. That's an investment. It's not an expense. It's not a cost. Sometimes it's going to cost a bit of money. And I'll tell you, I just lost a bunch of it. Okay. Money I didn't really mm, eh, do, but don't have. (laughs) Okay. I just lost a bunch of it, but it was an investment. And, And maybe instead of an investment in what I thought it was, it was an investment in learning what I actually need and what I actually want. So I'm going to invite you, whatever it may be, to take a big, scary step. It doesn't have to be a leap. Okay. A big, scary step into what you have been waiting for. Whatever it is, whatever stories you're telling yourself about why it won't work and how now is not the time and no, but you really don't understand because it's really not the time, blah, 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 blah. If you desire it, then it's there. It's, it's, you're, it's not going to go away until you do it. And if you desire it, you deserve it. Period. Period. So I'm going to invite you to take that step. Take that step, whether it be to work on yourself, learn something new. It may feel like a leap, but just start moving in that direction and trusting yourself. You know, maybe there's a part of you that you just feel like you cannot trust yourself, but you can. You've got you. You've got you. You will land on your feet just like you always have. I know this because I have been through some of the worst shit. (laughs) I have been through some awful, awful things. I've been through some, some beautiful things, but some awful, awful things. And the one thing I've learned from all of it is that I can trust myself even when I make mistakes, even when I screw up, even when I make decisions that are just stupid or uninformed or what was I thinking, right? I can still trust myself because I know I've, I've still got my back and I can get myself out of those situations if it happens. But if I'm just like trying not, I'm trying to avoid those situations in the first place, then what kind of life am I living? What kind of example am I providing? Who am I being? If I'm not getting a little bit uncomfortable and, and getting out there and doing the things and working towards what it is I want. And that's why you might look around you and see other people just crushing it. And, and, and instead of, oh, wow, I could do it too, you tell yourself, well, it's social media. It's probably not real, right? Or you just feel jealous and envious and feel like you can't do it. But anytime someone else is doing something absolutely amazing or something that you want to do, it's a mirror. It's letting you know this is possible, this is possible for you. Look, I'm doing it. And it doesn't matter, you know, oh, they had a head start or this happened or they have this and they have that and that's why, blah, blah, blah. Those are just stories. Those are just excuses to keep you small, to keep you safe. So I'm inviting you to release a little bit of that. Know that you are safe no matter what. 
you're going to be safe and that you can trust yourself and start moving in the direction of what you want rather than waiting. Please stop waiting. Please stop waiting. You are worthy. You are worthy of all of the things you desire. Now go freaking get them. They're not just going to fall in your lap. The perfect timing will, does not exist. It's not coming. It's not. You have to create it. You have to make it. You have to decide. So hit me up on social media. Let me know what steps you're going to take. Let me know what scary thing, what thing you've been waiting for that you're just not going to wait for anymore. Let me know. My Instagram's at Axel Rose. And on Facebook, you can find me Crystal Rose with a C-H. I am looking forward to hearing it. I hope this fired you up a little bit or maybe you hate me and that's okay too. (laughs) So have a beautiful rest of your day and we'll catch you on the next episode. If this episode hit with you, please go out there and share it. Share it in your Instagram stories, send it to a friend who might need it, or even just drop in my DMs on Instagram at Rose and let me know what you think. I love hearing from you guys. Thanks for listening.